Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. In this episode, we're talking about expression through art and design and how we emotion near that. Think about this. When you were in school, right, and when you were young, you came home so excited with paintings, drawings, creative crafts, all these things and these gifts that you would give to your parents or guardians or or people that you were with, right? And they would put them on the fridge or maybe they'd keep them. Ask yourself this, when was the last time that you had that in your life, that you felt amazing, that you'd created something through paint, drawing, putting something together, whatever that may be? Ask yourself that. I mean, for me, I do aim to bring a lot of art and design into the things that I do. I absolutely love content anyway. Um, I mean, on a high level, the things that I've kind of created or the design uh, in aspect and kind of art that has come into it has been my wedding. I really focused on how I wanted the room to look, how I wanted the experience to be, all the different table settings, what the flowers would look like, and really putting all of that together, you know, into a kind of a vision board and then actually creating it whilst a a wedding is very stressful. (laughs) And there was elements of that. It was definitely a way to feel expressive, right, to express myself in a way that really meant something to me, uh, to my husband or future husband at the time Uh, and it was it was amazing to have everybody there commenting on the way uh, that it had been put together all the little details and it was exactly how I pictured it it was absolutely amazing then there was the interior design in our house renovation so we moved uh, from London back to Wales and to renovate the house and kind of put back you know old features that were in the house because it used to be my grandmom's grandmother's put old features back, you know, um, certain things like the fireplace, the way the kitchen is with kind of the the Rayburn and, you know, it just had this amazing feel to it and but also to bring that kind of modern element in so that's kind of high level kind of design and and things that I've, I've kind of been involved in myself but then on the micro level you know I use Canva a lot of you people use Canva for business and you can get quite creative with that I love drawing and doodling I really do doodle I, I draw boxes I draw hearts I draw stars I do typography so I, I kind of like graffiti words and letters and positive words like the word love um or vision 
or happiness, whatever it may be. So I, I kind of put them together and I love doing that with a biral kind of, I don't know why, I just love a biral pen and doodling with it. Uh, so there's there's different ways that we can bring it into our life, definitely. I mean, are there ways that you do it? What kind of things do you do? Could you bring more into it? If you're feeling like, actually, I haven't done anything like that, anything sort of art and design for a long time, how can we actually bring it back in? Art and design is an amazing way to express yourself and to really communicate things through uh, design, through art, through painting. Uh, one of the best people in uh, our modern world today is Banksy, right? Banksy turns up, puts something really expressive, often quite controversial and thought provoking, and he puts it out there. His book, which has been released, uh, has all of his work in it, and it's called Wall and Peace wall and peace that's not the easiest thing to say for a welsh lady you know uh but it, a wall and peace brilliant book i'd highly recommend it so that you can have a look at some of the work that he's put together if you're not able to go to a gallery or to um you know a show that he's kind of put together on an event uh, but one of the most expressive people right so it's a brilliant way to express ourselves but how does it actually help with a modern mindset, right? Because we're very much about emotioneering the modern mindset on this podcast. Well, it helps you be more hopeful, right? Having things which have bright colors um, signifies, you know, a lot more hope. Uh, you know, if something's very dark, it, it can be seen as being very bleak um, in terms of, you know, it, it, psychologists also use art um, within mental health and you know the way that even from child psychologists they look at the drawings that they make and the colors that they use and, and what kind of themes that they have so it at research backs that up uh, and then so when we look at how we surround ourselves the colors that we use the way that we put things together it can definitely be uh, a lot more hopeful there was a story about an actual city that had really high um, sort of uh, antisocial behavior, had really high crime rates. Uh, nobody really loved being there. And there was sort of a, a it was either a new mayor or, or yeah, it must have been a new mayor of, of the town. And what they decided to do was to paint the buildings the brightest colors ever i mean we're talking pinks purples yellows oranges the streets they designed the whole place and they literally the government spent so much money on paint and transformed the actual place that people lived it made them more hopeful you know what the statistics of crime went down people started to spend more time on the streets and in public spaces and they all were a lot more hopeful and it started to bond them together so when you're in the workplace look at your surroundings you know we talk about what have we got on the walls what things can we create together to bring um, people um, to, to bond and and to feel like there is a lot more hope and, and things feel a lot more hopeful so definitely uh, look at that and how you can introduce that into your life because it definitely works. It activates the rewards center of our brain. It makes us feel good. We get a, a kick out of doing art or creativity, just like we did when we were kids, right? Shouldn't stop now. Uh, it lowers stress, absolutely. Being in the present. Stress is a factor about worrying about the future, having too much on our plate that we have to get done by a future deadline, you know, being exposed to many different things, many different moving parts. It's overwhelm, but it's, it's very much that anxiety about the future. Art and design helps to keep us in the present. It helps us to focus deeply. And that gives us a little bit of a meditative, a, med, 
a meditative state. It gives us a meditative state, which really helps us to stay in the present. So it can really help us to find clarity in our lives and just feel a lot calmer. And it helps to understand ourselves and our emotions. So being able to, like I was saying, they use it after within psychology as well to know, well, if we're drawing certain things, how big are they? What does that represent? Could it mean a certain thing? And I know a certain lady that I know that is an empowerment coach and works with children. And what she asks them to do is to draw down things that are important to them on a piece of paper and what she noticed was with some of the children they would draw a mobile phone uh, I mean kind of older children sort of 9 10 11 they would draw a mobile phone and the mobile phone would be so big in comparison to maybe how they'd drawn their parents or food or whatever else it may be and you know it, it's understanding what the priority is or you know how big that is it how, how big that is in, in part of their life, right? Very, very interesting. Love that conversation with her. Uh, Hayley, big shout out to you. Um, so, so those are some of the ways that it can definitely help with a modern mindset. So what is standing in the way of us bringing more art and design into our lives? Well, not enough white space. I talk about it all the time, you know, looking at, oh, well, I have to be busy. I have to be busy. I have to have everything jam-packed into my schedule. Have you got white space for yourself? Have you given yourself the chance to move away from technology, get a pen and paper, get some coloring um, pencils and just take some time out? Maybe it's paint. Maybe you love canvas, but allow white space. Is there space there to, to be part of your well-being that it can be part of that? Uh, not, you know, not planning it in. Definitely. If we factor it in, it's much more likely to happen anything that we do in our lives. So if we factor it in and say, oh, I'm going to be doing painting at this time on a, on a, on a Friday, or I'm going to be doing um, a, a new art class that I've joined on a Thursday night. That's another great way to do it. Uh, making it a habit, making it part of your routine, that that's just something that you do. Right. And then the other part is our interpretations and our beliefs. That's another challenge and what stands in our way of bringing more art and design into our life. We may say things like, oh, it's really childish to do that, isn't it? To get out a coloring book and start coloring. They now sell coloring books in your local supermarkets for adults and then you can just color in. It's absolutely brilliant. I've used it myself uh, when I've had some time out. So why not? And, you know, saying things like, oh, but I'm an adult. Yeah, well, you know what? We were all much more creative when we were younger. We're losing that because we're putting so much structure into our lives. And I agree that it's good to have some structure, but there has to be a little bit of flexibility and that play element to it as well. And I talked about that on the episode when we were looking at how to bring in more imagination and innovation into our lives. Here's some facts and figures that I bet you are going to be a little bit surprised with. Um, and I took this from uh, an article called uh, Art Facts, and you can find it on facts.net. Um, there are actually 12 definitions of the word art in the Oxford Dictionary. Oh, yes, there are. Everyone is born creative. That is the second fact. Every single one of us is born creative. It's we kill our creativity often with too much structure and too many rules and too many processes, right? That's what happens. The Mona Lisa was not famous until it was stolen. That's an interesting one. So when something becomes stolen, it becomes a little bit more um, sought after. If you have watched Lupin 
on uh, Netflix, uh, then you will also understand that about the pearl necklace. So check that out. I, I really enjoyed watching that. And then the Starry Night piece of art was actually painted in a psychiatric ward. So it comes back to what I was talking about with the link to psychology and the link to mental health and well-being, right? And the last fact that I want to give you is that the, the statue David, yes, the one that is in Italy, was actually meant to be Hercules. So when we start a project or when we start something or we start to create something, often we have one idea in our mind and it can evolve. And just to allow that expectation and to allow those things to happen. Okay. So Melissa, you know, you might be asking yourself, Melissa, how on earth can we bring a little bit more of it into our lives then? Well, number one, find your mode, right? What is it that you like doing? I was talking about doodling. I love doodling. Uh, but it, maybe it's also drawing. Maybe it's coloring. Maybe it's baking, you know, making amazing cakes. The things that you can do with the cakes these days are just absolutely fantastic. Plus, I love eating them. That's great. <laughs> I'm not the best baker, though. So, you know, if anybody else wants to bake them and bring them to me, I'm up for that. Uh, painting, finger painting, scrapbooking, photography, right? There's NFT now, which is about digital art and creating that online. Typography, coloring in, like I was talking about earlier. So pick your mode first. Uh, my sister loves pottery. And she absolutely loves pottery. And again, I think it's about the 3D creation and 3D creation can actually reduce stress even more than other art forms. It has been um, researched and, and a lot of statistics have been found about that. So that's quite interesting. But my sister loves that, you know, reminds me of ghost. <laughs> Not that I envisage my sister or my brother-in-law reenacting anything like that. Uh, but pottery is, is another way, right? So there's many different things that we could do. Number two, Factor it in, make that white space for it, allow it to be there, allow there to be um, some element of creativity and for art and design. And number three, focus on the making, right? Focus on the making and let go of the expectations. Often we want to look at, well, is it objective? Is it going to fit in with this? Is it going to do this? Just allow, just accept and allow what you allow, you know, will just come freely, just have no expectations like that statue of David. It was meant to be Hercules. It ended up being David. And it's one of the world's most well-known statues, right? So you never know what you could create when you lose the expectations. Uh, number four, make it a healthy habit. So it's part of your well-being strategy. Just like going to the gym, just like eating healthy, art and design becomes part of something that we do within our lives. Remember? everybody is born creative. And the fifth part is make it some family fun, right? I was listening to Ramesh Ranganathan, one of the greatest uh, comedians that we have in the UK at the moment. And he was talking about that actually over the last 18 months, it has become a family thing for him and the kids uh, with his wife as well. And they actually sit down as a family together and do colouring in. And he was making a joke about it in this interview. He was saying, oh, I never thought I'd be on live television and, and saying that. But it just goes to show that it, it's a way to help the family bond. It's a way to help your well-being and definitely something that we can all do a little bit more of to definitely have that expression in our lives. Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube or all three. You can also come to the website modernmindgroup.com where you can subscribe there stay in contact 
and let us know what you really think give us the feedback this is going to get better by knowing what you think uh has this given you food for thought has it helped you change something what has it inspired let us know because that's why we're doing it it's all about the people 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 <laughs> have a great day and ciao for now <laughs>